Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm very excited for today's episode because we are going to talk about therapy. So I've been very open with the fact that I've been going to therapy for a while now, and I wanted to share with you a little bit about my journey with therapy, why I highly recommend it, but also the importance of finding the right therapist for you and doing a little bit of research before you just jump in to therapy. So shoot, when did I start? I started in fall of 2017, I want to say, like summer or fall of 2017 is when I started with my current therapist. Now, I did very briefly go to a therapist as a child um, to deal with some childhood trauma, but that did not last long, maybe a month total, only saw them a handful of times, as well as I did have a therapist in college who I did see pretty regularly, especially after a friend passed away and just dealing with a lot of stuff there. Um, I also did like a grief group in college, which was led by a therapist. So I have a lot of therapy experience, but I've been with my current therapist since 2017 and he's incredible. So highly recommend finding the right therapist for you. So when would someone maybe need a therapist? Honestly, I'm a big proponent that like everyone probably needs a therapist or some sort of mental health professional in their life because let's look, when I talk about this all the time, health is not only physical, it's also mental, spiritual, emotional, all those things. And I have found that therapy is just like going to your doctor, your normal um, general medical doctor, except it's just for the mind instead of the body, right? So that's where I kind of think that most people should see a therapist at some point in their lives or at least touch on their mental health and make sure that they're doing all right. Have a little checkup. I kind of wish there was more like therapy checkups in the world. I think that'd be very cool if I could just like wave a magic wand and change the system of the American medical model. But I really encourage therapy for those of you who are struggling with depression, anxiety, or honestly just like struggling with your day-to-day life because you never know um, why that is or what what may be underlying issues there may be. I know a lot of people, you know, struggle every single day, have no idea why, and then go, go undiagnosed um, for years. But also it's not just for people who have diagnosed things. So like I don't have diagnosed depression. I don't have diagnosed anxiety. Um, I've been told by therapists in the past that I had situational, meaning that it wasn't major depressive disorder, but a situation I was in was causing many signs and symptoms of depression, um, of anxiety. And I was able to change that with changing my environment, which was very helpful. But I also 
um, have PTSD, which was like a diagnosis, but also not. It was more just obvious. But he, my therapist, my couple different therapists now have talked about how, you know, I specifically have um, big T and little t trauma. There's PTSD and then there's CPTSD. Um, again, I'm not a therapist, so I don't want to go into a ton of details about definitions on what those mean. But essentially, imagine PTSD or big T trauma is like one big event. So for me, the big event, um, well, I have several at this point, but one of the big events was when um, I stopped seeing my dad, the night I stopped seeing him, not going to go into details, but it was very traumatic because essentially overnight I stopped seeing my biological father and all of his family and that was very hard, okay? So big T trauma, especially happening as a child, like at 10 years old, like flip a switch overnight, have my family, boom, don't see him anymore. Like that fucked me up if I'm being honest. But then little T trauma or that C trauma is more the little trauma that you experience like over a prolonged period of time. So that can be growing up in a household with neglect or addiction or alcoholism or other things like that, like, or with a narcissist potentially, if you are having um, smaller traumas overcur over a longer period of time. And my therapist said that's, even though I did have that big T trauma, my little T trauma is probably what honestly affected me almost more in a way because it really taught me how I saw myself. It really is one of the things that created my inner critic, my inner voice. And so there doesn't necessarily have to be some big, big event to happen for you to need mental health help, mental health help. Um, and I think that's a misconception. And honestly, like this might sound strange, but one thing I've struggled with with trauma and like please, this is just my personal thing and it might make me sound bad, but something I've struggled with with having trauma is there's not just like a pill to fix it. There's not a pill to mask the symptoms. And I know that like medications for other psychiatric disorders don't fix it or don't mask it, but they can somewhat decrease the symptoms for certain people, not always. And there's always negative um, effects as well. So again, not saying like a pill will fix everything, but there really isn't that for what I struggle with. And that's hard because honestly, for me, um, talk therapy and EMDR is very, very crucial for my success with my mental health, right? So I do EMDR therapy and let me do a quick Google search for, to make sure I say the correct definition of what that is. So EMDR, it stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And that has been crucial for my healing journey with trauma. And it's very difficult because in how my therapist does it is we will have find a trigger and we will go in and like, I will like let myself feel all the negative feelings that come up with a trigger. And then I track how it is feeling in my body as I um, talk through this event with him. And I just notice like how my body is feeling and I track it as well as um, you can do a lot of different ways to stimulate the brain on both sides because you want both sides of the brain stimulated. So um, when I was doing my therapy in person, he had these tappers and I'd place one on each leg and essentially that like it would vibrate. And so that vibration on each leg, it would go back and forth, back and forth would stimulate my brain. And I don't know all the science behind it, but it really helps those who struggle with trauma. And I'm assuming with many other things, but especially trauma, very, very helpful. But it's also not easy. It's very hard work. It's very mentally draining. Um, 
And so I want guys, I want y'all to remember that therapy can mean so many different things. There's so many different types of therapy. There's cognitive behavioral therapy. There's EMDR. There's literally, I've, I don't know much about it, but there's like family systems therapy. There's so many different things that there's so many tools in the toolkit that can help you address your mental health. And so why did I start therapy in 2017? So I just realized that um, certain situations in my life were very, very much triggering my old trauma. And the therapist I had seen in college really just, he was great, but he really helped me get through the college shit. Um, Drama with my sorority, friend passing away, like honestly stepping into adulthood. He helped me with a lot of what was going on currently. And we really did not address stuff that had happened um, in my childhood and in my past that really brought me to where I was then. Um, And I'm very, very thankful for him. He was great. He was a great therapist that I saw back in the day. But the work I've done now has really been helpful for me going forward and to break those generational curses and to realize that there were deep-seated things that I needed to work on. And that's why I've also loved ACA or ACOA called the same thing. It's the same thing called two different things. Um, because it's also helped my therapy. It's helped enhance my therapy. It's brought up things that I didn't even know I had or didn't even realize I was struggling with. It has like prompts that really helped me. And so my, this is just my PSA to you guys that there is no shame in going to therapy. I, was having a couple of situations that happened that just really triggered me. Like I would literally feel the trigger in my body. And I hate the word trigger now because it is so overutilized. And honestly, it's fucking disrespectful to to those of us who actually have trauma and actually get fucking triggered to say you're triggered if you're not actually triggered. Like if you do not physically feel it in your body, shut the fuck up. I'm going to be honest hot take from someone who has legit trauma, both big and small T trauma, and gets triggered. It's fucking really terrible, so let's not joke about it. Okay, great. PSA. Moving on. Sorry. That's a hot take that will probably piss people off, but I don't really care because when you've had a panic attack in fucking Target because a dude was walking too close to you after someone assaulted you the night before and you know what a real fucking trigger is, you stop joking about it. Okay. Anywho, moving on. It's very frustrating because a lot of people oversee mental health. And I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on mental health and the stigma behind it and why we need to get the fuck over that. But right now I just want to talk about therapy specifically today because I think it is an amazing step forward towards your healing journey. And like I said, I think a lot of people need it. I think that There are many reasons to go say, you got a divorce, your parents got a divorce, you had a very bad loss in the family, um, maybe a difficult death, Um, so many different things. Maybe you had bullying, maybe you're struggling with your identity, whatever it may be. If you're feeling a mental struggle in your daily life, I would look at getting help from a mental health professional, okay? And there is no shame in that. Because it is just like going to your normal doctor. And one thing I cannot stand the most, and we'll we'll get on that, like we'll get in this in the mental health stigma episode, which maybe I'll do next week. Honestly, we'll just fucking do a little mental health segment. Um, but is when people say when people see someone struggling and maybe poke fun at it, joke about it, but then are just so shocked 
if they die by suicide or they harm themselves or something along those lines or they have a really bad accident that like they are lucky to be alive moment like if you literally see someone struggling why are we not encouraging them to get help why are we not looking at mental health and realizing hey this is something that needs to be addressed because i'll be honest guys like when i was in my really really low moments i needed the push from other people like when I started seeing my therapist in college, I really started seeing him after um, my friend passed away unexpectedly. And I knew I had to go, but then I had some of my sorority sisters and some of my friends and some of my family were like, hey, we don't think you're doing well, which I fucking wasn't doing well. I was not making the best life decisions. I was definitely partaking in like risky behavior, drinking too much, blah, 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 partying, like was not being smart. And I needed that push. And just like I needed the push again in um, 2017 because I was just noticing, like, I would just turn into someone that was not Erica. It's like it wasn't myself. It was almost like an alter ego. I'd get so triggered. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? It's like I almost could see it happening, but I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to stop the triggers. I didn't know. And so this is something I'm going to go into now. If you have a particular struggle, I think it's very smart to talk to a therapist that specializes in the area that you want to address. So for me, like I've said, trauma, potentially substance abuse, though I got sober um, during the time I saw my therapist. And so he's like helped me with that journey. Um, But if you're someone that struggles with like um, PTSD, you should find someone that helps with trauma. If you have childhood stuff, Find someone that focuses on childhood stuff. If you have a loss, find someone that focuses on that. So many therapists and mental health professionals are specialized. And I know that therapy can be a privilege. I'm very aware of this. Um, I'm very grateful. I have very good insurance. And when I did have a year where my insurance wasn't covering it, um, my therapist worked with me to be able to afford it and continue my work because I really didn't want to find a new therapist for just a year because it was like one of those year-long situations. And so... I highly recommend finding someone that is specialized in the area of concern that you have because then you know you're more likely to get better care, okay? And then further, like I said, I know that it can be very hard, but there are a lot of resources out there. A lot of insurances now cover therapy, cover mental health help. If you're a college student, there are several resources on campuses, and I know they can be hard to get into, but just keep at it, keep trying. Um, I'm, I'm sure even like potentially the public health department might have resources. I'm not 100% sure on that one. As well as, so colleges typically have mental health. Um, athletic departments typically have mental health or like a resource. Um, let's see here. I just honestly went online and I searched it. I searched a therapist. So if you're looking for therapists, you can just literally Google therapists in X area. I like going on psychology today because again, you can filter like location, specialization, blah, blah, blah. So look on psychology today if you're looking for a therapist. But then as well as um, there are a lot of like online therapy apps. I personally have not used them. I don't know them. I've heard a lot about BetterHelp. I have no idea if it's good. I've heard good things. I've never used it. But if you're looking for something that's maybe a little more flexible, maybe you can't go in person that's online, I would go there. And if you really don't know where to start, I would make an appointment with your general practitioner and I would say, hey, I'm struggling with my mental health. Can you refer me to someone? 
And a lot of people, a lot of therapists really want to make sure you get the help you need. So even if your insurance doesn't cover it, um, there's different things you can look at. You can look at having a health savings account if possible so that if you do pay for it out of pocket, it's at least tax-free. Um, and you can also look at, will they maybe give you a discounted rate if you're paying out of pocket versus um, insurance paying for it because typically they'll charge insurance more than they'll charge you individually. So there are a ton of different resources. And a little caveat, a good therapist is not necessarily the most expensive. So just if a therapist is telling you like, I charge X hundreds of dollars an hour, that doesn't necessarily mean they're the best. Look at their credentials. Look at how many years they've been practicing. My therapist has been practicing for several, several years. He's amazing. I'm so grateful for him. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do when he eventually retires because I know he is like starting to um, limit the amount of clients he takes on. So, oh gosh, I, that day, please don't come anytime soon. But I'm also someone where like, I will probably have a therapist for a majority of my life because honestly, I like it. I like having someone to talk to. I like having someone to help me process things that are going on in my life in a healthy manner. And honestly, you don't always want to put things on your family and your friends. That's another big thing is it's amazing to have people in your life that you can count on and that can support you, but they are not professionals. They are not mental health professionals. Go to a fucking professional. Okay, because trust me, as someone who's been on both the giving and receiving end of that, where I've maybe shared too much with someone and put too much on their plate versus I've been the person where they've put too much on my plate, it's really hard and it's best to go talk to someone who is qualified to help you. Okay, so this is my little therapy PSA because I think not enough people give it a chance, not enough people put in the work. And here's another thing, like I haven't had this issue, but I know other people have. I guess I kind of did with my... first therapist as a child, but I was also a child, so I didn't really go pursue it too much. Um, but you may have to try a couple different therapists. It, it may not be like, they may not always be the best fit for you. You need to figure out what you want. Do you want to work with a male, a female? Um, what do you want to do? Like, again, do you like, what are you more comfortable with? Whose personality do you drive with? Because you're not always going to drive with everyone's personality. And I've just been very fortunate that the therapist I worked with at Michigan Tech versus the therapist I've worked with on my own um, since grad school, both incredible, both helped me tremendously. Okay. So this is just my little PSA. Therapy is not a bad thing. Let's all get the mental help that we need, the mental health help that we need. And let's keep chugging along. So a couple of resources, um, the APA, the American uh, Psychology Association, I do believe has resources. I really like Psychology Today. They uh, have a very good database of therapists, um, as well as like you can look up online apps. I think BetterHelp is one. As I'm sure there's more. Those That's just the one I've heard of, the one I've heard good things about. Again, I, don't, I haven't used it, so please don't take that as a personal recommendation. I don't know. But anywho. I hope that, I know this was a bit of a quick episode, but I just wanted to touch base with you guys because like 2022 has been a lot. I mean, let's be honest, it's been a lot ever since 2020 and a lot of people are struggling in a lot of different areas. I know a lot of people right now that are struggling, not just physically, but mentally. So why don't we all take a step forward and get the help that we need? I know I personally do not know how I would have handled this past year if I did not have, um, the help I needed if I did not have those resources. And I'm very, very, very grateful for having them. Okay. I'm very grateful for having them and I'm grateful for having people in my life who support me going. And so this is just your reminder that even if not everyone in your life is supportive of this, they don't have to understand we're not doing it for other people. We're doing it for us. Okay. So let's 
go step into this week. Let's have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you guys for tuning in today. And remember that you are worthy of getting this help. You are worthy of having an amazing mental health experience. You are worthy of living your most empowered life. And one way you can do that is by taking care of yourself mentally and physically and spiritually and emotionally. So let's go do that, guys. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will talk to you next week. And don't forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at ericavishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.